Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's episode, The Power of an Idea. In this episode today, I am going to share a portion of Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, Chapter 6, Imagination. And the reason I want to bring this up is because you are aware of what I'm going to talk about, except that you may not know the background story which is a very interesting twist of fate. So basically, around 1890s, an old country doctor drove to town, hitched his horse, and quietly slipped into a drugstore by the back door and began dickering with a young drug clerk. For more than an hour, behind the prescription counter, the old doctor and the young clerk talked in low tones. Then the doctor left, He went out to the buggy and brought back a large old-fashioned kettle, a big wooden paddle used for stirring the content of the kettle, and deposited them in the back of the store. And the clerk gave his entire saving, which was $500. Now imagine, back in 1890s, $500 was quite a sum. The doctor handed over a small slip of paper on which was written a secret formula. The words on that small slip of paper were worth a king's ransom, but not to the doctor. Those magic words were needed to start the kettle to boiling, but neither the doctor nor the young clerk knew what fabulous fortunes were destined to flow from that kettle. The old doctor was glad to sell the outfit for $500. The clerk was taking a big chance by staking his entire life saving on a piece of paper, a formula, and an old kettle. He had no clue what would come out from that kettle and what would happen to it. What the clerk really purchased was an idea. The old kettle and the wooden paddle and the secret message on a slip of paper were incidental. The strange performance of that kettle began to take place after the new owner mixed it with a secret ingredient, which the doctor knew nothing about. The old kettle is now one of the world's largest consumers of sugar, thus providing job of a permanent nature to thousands of men and women engaged in the growing of sugarcane and in refining and making sugar. The old kettle consumes annually millions of glass bottles providing jobs to huge numbers of glass workers. The old kettle gives employment to an army of clerks, stenographers, copywriters and advertising experts throughout the nation. The influence of this idea now benefits every civilized country in the world, pouring out a continuous stream of gold to all who touch it. If the product of that old brass kettle could talk, it would tell thrilling tales of romance in every language, romances of love, romances of business, romances of professional men and women who are daily being stimulated by it. I'm sure by now you've figured out what I'm talking about. This old kettle and the formula 
was how Coca-Cola was created. Now, regardless of your relationship with Coca-Cola, let's just say that for over 100 years now, it has created a drink, many jobs. And the thing is, it all started with one thing, an idea. But something else had to be mixed with this idea in order to make it the way it is today. And that was imagination. And this is where the difference is between the drug clerk and the old doctor. The old doctor saw its potential, but he had no way of imagining how to market it and how to bring it to fruition into the world. The drug clerk, as a business entrepreneur, knew what to do and brought it up and shared it out. The point I'm making here with this episode is that we oftentimes struggle with looking for money and we want others, we want the outer world to help us with money. The reality is that money comes when we give something from our overflow. Look at every business out there that it's either entertainment through movies or if it's phone through, you know, like Apple as the the phones and all the electronic gadgets is well known. There's also the food industry, like um, let's take um, Mary Callender or um, Debbie Field, which makes cookies. What they have done that stand out, that made them unique, is that they created something from from their uniqueness. And then they put it out there in the world. And that's what made them wealthy. Money comes from within by sharing your inner gift. Whatever your inner gift is. It's like you're taking your body and whatever you you are gifted with. And by the way, this is not just some individual that got luckier. Everyone is born with a gift. Everyone is born with a talent, something, a natural ability of some kind. The thing is that we choose not to see it or we choose to see it depending on your awareness, depending on what you choose to do in life. We all have a choice. The doctor had a choice and so is the drug clerk, right? The thing is, it takes dedication to wanting to do something beyond. This has been my biggest struggle with the skincare. And let me explain what I mean. Now, I actually did exactly what the old doctor did. I created a formula, a magnificent formula. It requires imagination to bring it to the market, no matter what our talent is. And that is probably the biggest challenge that everyone have is to promote that talent because oftentimes we struggle with self-worth and self-esteem or we are shy or we don't know how to ask we don't know who to ask we are afraid that what if I hear no I don't want it then that is the point that I think maybe that's where the doctor was when he just sold the the formula for five hundred dollars maybe he did not know what to do with it And the young drug clerk saw an opportunity that the doctor did not see. The young drug clerk 
took chances because he did not know if that will work. So beside having an idea, an imagination, there's something else in this formula that is not mentioned, but it's there all over, and it's called fate. Having faith, that thing that I'm investing into right now will come to fruition. The young drug clerk suddenly had faith that by giving $500 his entire saving to this formula, that he was going to do something great about it. So sometimes we are being offered something and we have a choice to say yes or we say no, depending on how much imagination you have and how much creation you're willing to put into it to see it through. I'm sure that the money didn't come right away as he was just mixing the Coca-Cola. He had to go through finding ways of putting into bottles and distribution. I don't know in late 1800s how it was to bottle things up. The thing is, he had to go through all this as well as creating a brand, right? Now, where I'm going here and what I want to say is that we are oftentimes given an opportunity and we have a choice to either say yes or no. The question is, how often do we say yes to an opportunity and how often do we say no to an opportunity? And whatever the outcome, is it serving you? Is it bringing you what you want? I now know that money does not come from the outer world. Money comes from within, meaning you have to create something that is within you through your talent, through your imagination and your creation. And then you bring it out to the world and you share it with them. And then you see what happened. The thing is, nothing comes easy at first. No, no one who has created something out of nowhere that suddenly everybody is lining up to wanting it. It needs imagination and creation in terms of um, publicity, advertisement, or uh, like copywriting and, and the packaging and all these things that gives the consumer an experience. Because at the end of the day, what people want to buy is an experience. The only way we can offer someone an experience is to really put our heart and soul into something that we create from within. And only then we can attract the money we deserve. If you're achieving success in your life, that means that you are doing something that ties in your mind, your soul, your heart together in our money. And you give your best. If you're not receiving the money and the and lacking time, the question would be, what will you be doing about it? Will you stand still, live in the status quo, or will you do something different? Sometimes we are asked to do things that don't make sense, that has no concrete evidence. I know so many people get rich uh, through real estate, and yes, real estate, it's easy to assess because there's a market, there's, you, we have a way to calculate the value. But the value of an idea, a formula on a piece of paper, what is that value? The value 
is only in the eye of the beholder. And when you have millions of beholders, then you get millions of dollars. And then when you don't have any, anyone who wants it, the key is to say, what do I need to do different that will now bring me the wealth that I deserve? All it requires are three things, idea, imagination, and faith. I let you ponder upon this today and hope you enjoyed this listening. Thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful day. Bye for now. If you feel this information could help a friend, please share it. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out at ask at nadiafleury.com.